mostly it is loss which teaches us about the worth of things. Arthur Schopenhauer Bending Not Breaking The Dragon Prince Edition Season 3, Episode 7 Hearts of Cinder another episode of Bending Not Breaking. This has been Pruitt, your host for the Dragon Prince edition, and I'm just so glad y'all are back! Yeah, so we're talking about episode 7 today, Hearts of Cinder, and there's a big, like, Game of Thrones moment. I That's what I kind of call this, 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 this episode. This is the Game of Thrones episode for me, where it's just like, oh my goodness, this is so intense and so much has shifted and ah gosh i just oof so that's that's my preview for this this the content of this episode today for our lens though we're going to be talking about the lens of worth and i'm curious to kind of dive into this because worth is there are so many different facets to how you can talk about it. And, you know, I've been thinking about worth recently, thinking about worth on almost like a, a judgment scale. Um, I imagine the, the scales. Um, oh, that makes me think of Moon Knight right now. But alas, I digress. Anyway, makes me think about worth and how we judge it and weigh it almost. And I find myself constantly wondering if something is worth doing for instance. And also thinking about my worthiness as a human being and people's worthiness and uh, is it worth it to do X, Y, or Z? For instance, to speak up about something small or to, is it worth it to go to graduate school for four years and potentially go into debt to be able to have a different kind of uh, working environment and working job and professional life. Is it worth it to prepare this meal or should I just order out? Is it worth the money to order out? Is it worth it to for my body to eat something that is not necessarily healthy, but it is quick? And so there's just a lot of worth uh, invested in kind of everything that I'm thinking about. And the quest for worthiness often seems to revolve around and alongside almost my need for certainty. And I've been thinking about that, like, is it worth doing this if I don't know how it's going to turn out? Like, is it worth this risk? And, and it also kind of thinking about worth helps me kind of set priorities. And so is it worth going into thousands of dollars of debt so that I can make more money later? Or was it worth it to not do that? Is it worth it 
to is my body worth more is my time worth more is my money worth more <laughs> there's a lot of things to to measure and weigh and i think that that's what makes worth kind of scary because you know all of those things are are kind of finite right my my time is finite i have a limited amount of time on this earth but if i always am thinking about it with a scarcity mindset then that's not going to lead to great decision making i probably don't think so these are the things i've been thinking about when it comes to worth and so i just invite you all to to consider that as well you know maybe it's worth asking yourself the question of what worth i was going to say words words what 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 different uh worth Oh my god, I don't know how to ask that question. What are the different uh, things that are worth your time? What are what are you weighing? What is worth it to you? And what, what do you want your priorities to be versus what are you actually dedicating your time to? So, yeah. Anyway, I digress. Now that I've tried to words, that's going to be a recurring thing. Anyway, uh, let's go to the episode recap. Recap! I'm going to do my best. Uh, wish me luck on my mark get set go so claudia catches cute things for dark magic and then viren chastises soren for being curious and then viren's like i'm gonna lie to myself and then erevos is like nah bro you need to take over and conquer zadia but first we need luxoria and then viren's like i know what happens to sunfire queen grandma and she's like oh my god i'm gonna reveal your dark magic bod and then amaya counsels janai to be wary because you know viren's scary and then the sunforge aims to purify Viren, but then Viren comes out, or Erevos comes out of his mouth and then possesses an elf and the Dark Forge goes dark and then Erevos kills the queen and then Janiya is sad and then, you know, takes Dark Staff and tries to turn Soren into a mindless monster and he says no! And then he slips away and Claudia is really sad about it and then Kasev is like, but me! And then Viren turns most of the army into scary things and then Ezrin meets a dragon friend and they learn about the spell needed to, you know, breathe and then also smoochies between Callum and Rayla and then, is it too late? Oh my goodness okay i did it i did it i say this a lot i think but there's there's a lot going on there i was again i was wondering like oh man this is a good place to end not over yet oh this is probably a good cliffhanger oh not over yet and so anyway i digress it's time for our top five moments of worth in this episode uh First one that I would like to talk about is Viren. And I'm kind of teetering around several things with Viren in this one, but that just thinking about the worth of human life is something that I'm curious about here. You know, Viren makes a lot of decisions that are super questionable <laughs> in this episode, but also some decisions that show that he's clearly thinking about what's worth it and what's not. Um, so is it worth trading humanity for so many of the noble reasons that he suggests? Like, oh, I want, you know, humanity to thrive and prosper and be safe. And, you know, it all boils down to, in order to do that, I have to conquer Zadia. And he, it seems like he's lying to himself. He's like, no, this is for good reasons. And Erebus is like, yeah, but you're still going to conquer Zadia, right? <laughs> and Viren's like, yes, fine. And he seems like reluctant to admit it. And I'm just curious why he's not owning that. And I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why that is, but I'm, I'm definitely curious about it. 
And but with this in mind, I'm thinking about like the sanctity of life and what he's willing to pay in order to, you know, have this quote noble aspiration of, you know, humanity thriving. Because this whole army, he's not willing to risk them in direct conflict with Luxoria, right? He and Erebus have this little little conversation, and Erebus is like, ah, I'm efficient. I'm only going to waste and risk one life. And Viren's quick to catch on. He's like, ugh, mine. And he's willing to do it. So he's willing to risk his own life for this cause. But then we see also later that he is very willing to risk the entire army's lives and change them into, you know, fire monster people. And it's interesting here because he's clearly thinking about it. So he's willing to risk it, but also not willing to risk it if he thinks he'll lose. And so I just, I find that really interesting and scary in a way. And it's also interesting because he's willing to risk Soren's life here, right? Uh, we see in a lot of previous episodes his preference for Claudia and his like his need for Claudia later, as Erebos has kind of suggested. But for Soren, he's just a, you know, pawn. <laughs> a, what would have been a, you know, another mindless uh, monster, essentially. And I... I just find that really tragic that he would do that to his own son. So thinking about what's worth it here for the, for the, again, uh, thinking about means to ends and ethical question of are the means worth it to get to the ends? And sometimes I just, that makes me, that's a squirmy question for me. So I don't know that it's worth losing all of these lives for, and you know, they lose, but like, even if they did win, I'm not sure it's worth it because then we have someone who's really scary in power, and we all know how that works. So, okay, my second worth moment or person is Soren. So I'm going to talk about Soren because I just Soren just uh, grows and grows in my heart, and I just love Soren. And you know, I, I think what leads Soren to leave is the internal monologue of "I am worth more than this. I am worth more than this." And he stands up for himself, and he knows he's worthy of more, and this is what gives him the capacity, the ability to leave. And this conversation that he has with Claudia is just heart-wrenching, because he knows how tough it is, and he knows how alluring Viren is, and he's finally in a place where he can say no. And he also sees that Claudia isn't in a place to do that. And so he kind of gives her the grace and says, listen, you can stay, but I have to go. And I have mixed feelings on this, and I haven't quite really processed it. Like, what are your thoughts on his not pushing harder for Claudia to come with him? For not urging her to leave this abuse because Soren says that Soren's like you don't have to be a part of this anymore you can leave with me and I find that to be really beautiful that he has found this boundary within himself of like I'm not I'm not this isn't worth it for me anymore I'm worth more than this and Claudia has not 
and I'm just, it makes me sad. And anyway, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, send us a DM, tweet at us, like find us on, in the Facebook group. I, I would love to hear more on this because I, I don't, I don't know that I understand um, the situation as well as I'd like. Okay, for my third moment, I would like to talk about Amaya and Queen Kessa. So, one is thinking about worth from an overestimation and one from an underestimation. So, Queen Kessa is underestimating Viren's ability and who Viren is and what he's capable of. And also an overestimation of the Sunforge. And on the other hand, Amaya has a pretty good understanding of Viren and no real knowledge of the Sunforge, so there's not much trust in it. And I, I'm, I'm wondering what the worth is here. And part of me is thinking, like, is, is Viren worthy of caution? Is he worthy of... Uh, consideration that this could be a trap, that this could be more, that this could be, that he could have walked into Luxoria uh, and not simply wanted to talk with the queen, but wanted something more, right? And I think that an underestimation of our enemies does us injustice, right? And I, I think when we overestimate there it often leads to problems as well right ideally we know exactly what we're dealing with but that the lack of caution here suggests a little bit of hubris on the sunforge's sunforge elves part um an underestimation of humans and that disregard for humans I, I i think does them a disservice here and that's not to say like viren should not have done this duh like he's in Erevos is like super hardcore killing people and then we see Viren is very much willing to to kill or let be killed at this point um so I just I think about when we dehumanize other whether you know the sun the elves dehumanize humans <laughs> and or the humans dehumanize elves I I think that there is loss and there is a loss of worth in the other. And when we um, lose a sense of worth in other people, we treat them differently. And I think it does us all harm when we treat other people as less than. Um, and it, I think we would do better and be better if we treated other as, as being worthy of consideration and worthy of humanity and all of the sacredness that comes with that. So that's my thoughts on that and i will move on to my fourth point ezrin y'all this whole episode just demonstrates the power of kindness to the other uh like on the complete opposite end of viren perhaps like you know ezrin's help to this dragon this red dragon helps ezrin because this dragon knows that Ezrin is kind and he's willing to help and he's willing to say, hey, here's what you need to do in order to survive now. And it seems like it's worth the investment in others often, not just because it's right 
but because it often serves us and serves the world. And I hate thinking about this in a transactional way. Like, you should do good because it will turn out good for you. You should do good because it's good. That's what's right. And yet that's not always very compelling. And so I offer this as a potential thing too, that it's often worth the investment because there is a return. And that's kind of the beauty of kindness is that there is a return. Um, Whether it be in our hormonal balance of our bodies thanking us for being kind and being generous or simply a return of a favor like we see here in this episode and I think that's important and I'm, I'm really thankful that we get to see this and it's also kind of I think speaks to why Viren's lack of investment in Soren leads to Soren leaving Viren not treating Soren as worthy of his time, energy, consideration, is what leads uh, Soren to leave and to to develop these boundaries of I'm worth more than this. And so again, to Viren's detriment, he has missed out on an opportunity by not treating others as worthy of his attention. So I, Viren, man, ugh, gosh, there's just... It's tough. And then Soren, just amazing. Ugh, it's it's becoming more binary, and I don't love that, but it's also... We've been seeing this from the beginning. It has been unclear, 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 and it's becoming more clear over the course of all of these episodes to me. But I don't know. I'd, I'd love to hear your, y'all's thoughts on this, too. Let me know if, if I'm reaching too hard or too far. But anyway. Number five... The very end of this episode, we see a sky elf uh, tell us that it is too late. Tell the team that it is too late. And, you know, I thought about that, and it just makes you question whether any of this, any of the things leading up to this was worth it, right? If it's too late, then why did we put in all of this effort was the effort of risking our lives, was the effort of, you know, just the days, the time, all of the, all of it. Was any of it worth it? And we don't know till next episode, and, you know, spoiler alert, we will learn, but I just think that when people tell us that it's too late, you're shutting off so much, right? And I wonder if there's just, there's loss there by telling people that it's too late. And, you know, I, I think it's tough because you also want to be honest and make sure that you're saying, Hey, I, it's too late. We, we are, we are booked. We are full. We are X, Y, and Z, but man, that can hurt. And that's tough. So I just, I really feel for how the group probably is taking that phrase and the worry that it's causing. And it just makes me sad that that's something that that happens <laughs> and it does happen and it's really hard but so it goes so i'm just thinking about what it means to expend so much effort and then have it not necessarily pay off and that's the risk we take and that's life but that also like with hindsight and definitely later on i imagine it's easier in those moments to be like no it was worth it we got to meet you we got to we got to become close we're we you know we're smoochy smoochy now we have each other and 
we have these relationships and we have this story and this experience and you know that's worth it too but gosh it hurts when we don't reach our goals so anyway i just want to offer that as something to to think about and consider also all right this has been good so far. Thanks for being with me and listening to these top five moments. If you have other suggestions, I'd love to hear about them. You know, send it, send us your thoughts. Um, and if if not, no worries. We'll just take a short little little ear break and come back soon. segment is the Lens MVP. Lens MVP. Yeah. Okay. Um, for today, my Lens MVP is for Amaya. I am nominating Amaya this week. And I, I think in terms of worth assessment, Amaya is pretty darn cool. And we see that she has a proper threat assessment of Viren. She understands what's going on there, understands that he is likely about to do some serious harm. It's true. We also see that she has a lot of integrity over the course of this entire series and so much self-worth because she's willing to stand by her values. And, you know, we also see that she's willing to hold Janai back from going into further danger and she's willing to burn herself in order to do that. And she holds her back and it's just... You know, Amaya's just a 10 out of 10. Um, really just incredible, and I'm a big fan of Amaya. So that is my nomination. Amaya is my nomination for the Lens MVP, and I would love for you to uh, send something in. Let us know if you have a different nomination. We'd love to hear about it. Voice memo to thearchivy at gmail.com, or, of course, you can just tweet at us, Facebook us, uh, all the things, all the all the social media thingies. And for our last segment on gratitude, gratitude for Hearts of Cinder, the episode Hearts of Cinders, season three, episode seven. I am really grateful for Ezrin, and I, I think I said this earlier, but it I'm I'm grateful not for just not for just the kindness, but also for just this wonderful chuckle that I get in this episode when Ezrin sees Rayla and Callum kiss and he's like whoa that's not part of the spell and then he just goes into the what <laughs> I the first time I saw that I definitely had a giggle fit and I uh I found that to be really really cute so I am grateful for Ezrin for making me chuckle I'm grateful for Ezrin for being kind and seeing the dignity and worth and more than 
just humans, but also in animals and also in just all living things. And I'm really grateful for Ezrin for that and for continuing to teach me and give me give me something and nourish me. So, boom! That's the end. We did it. It's another episode of the Dragon Prince Edition, and we have two episodes left, and that means we should be coming back to the Legend of Korra soon, hopefully. We are still coordinating guests for the Legend of Korra um, as we think about uh, Season 3, Book 3 of Korra, but even with all of that, we are hopeful that we'll be able to start in the next couple of weeks. Um, But I won't spoil anything, so until next time, Be well and do...